Hello and welcome to GP Works, the podcast for and about general practice from the Irish College of General Practitioners. I'm Dr. Dermot Quinlan, a GP in Glanmire and the Medical Director of ICGP. I'm delighted to introduce Dr. Kathia, a Ukrainian national and GP working in Tala. Over to you, Kathia. Hi, thank you for joining us today. My name is Katerina. I'm originally from Kiev, Ukraine. I moved to Ireland six years ago and I currently work as a GP in Tala. I did my medical training in Poland and my intern year in Dublin while completing my GP training in the Midlands scheme in Nace and Tillamore. Today we will be talking about the differences between the Irish and Ukrainian healthcare systems with a particular focus on primary care. So let's get straight to it. The first major difference would be that medical care in, is largely based around secondary care in Ukraine. With relatively easy access to specialist care, patients normally bypass their own GP and go straight to the specialist. For example, in Ukraine, it's unheard of to see your own family doctor for a gynae-related issue or a joint ache. It's straight to gynecology or orthopedics. There's no need for a referral since primary and secondary care don't intersect much. With an abundance of private clinics in all major cities, it is easy to get a same day or at least the same week specialist appointment for a relatively affordable price. On-demand lab tests and imaging are also available in Ukraine with no referral needed for any lab tests, be it bloods, allergy tests, swabs, MRIs, CTs, ultrasounds, and so on. People are just used to deciding which diagnostic test they think they need and bringing it to a doctor later for interpretation. Unfortunately, there is no obligation for the doctor to act on those test findings, which can lead to loss of follow-up for all major or minor issues, unfortunately. The next difference is that free medical care is not actually free in Ukraine. By law, Ukrainian healthcare system is supposed to be free. However, in reality, patients end up paying for almost everything. Medications, procedures, doctor's time, hospital stays. A system of non-official payments is the only way for Ukrainian medicine to stay afloat, largely due to insufficient government funding. Therefore, we can expect many patients in severe stages of disease as they're afraid of going to the hospital because they don't, they don't have enough money for examination and treatment. In addition, some Ukrainian people might expect hidden charges for their medical treatment in Ireland and may need to be reassured that they're not going to be stuck with a significantly large bill. One more difference is that house calls by family doctors or on-call doctors for minor complaints such as viral illnesses are quite common in Ukraine. Many private clinics offer this service, but this is also available through public hospitals or GPs for an extra charge. So again, Ukrainian patients in Ireland may expect the same type of service, and we should explain to them that house calls are mostly undertaken for housebound or bedbound patients and for palliative and terminal care, and may not be available in some urban settings. Another difference is that doctor's consultation is usually much longer than it is in Ireland. At least 30 minutes are over, with the possibility of getting additional imaging or testing done the same day. It may take time to get used to 10 to 15 minute appointments in Ireland. Women in Ukraine usually have an annual cervical smear, as in many other countries. 
they may be ambivalent about transition to a three to five year cycle of smears. Some may choose to pay for an annual private smear, which can also be discussed with them. Finally, as in some other European countries, a wide range of prescription medications, such as antibiotics, antidepressants, and painkillers are easily available over the counter with no prescription nor doctor's note. The only major exception to this is for pain relief medication, opioids, and sedatives such as benzos. Most of the time after a doctor's visit, patients get a list of medications on a piece of paper, which they can bring to a local pharmacy. It's not an actual prescription for more of a recommendation from the doctor, and it has very limited legal value. Also, there's a wide range of herbal and non-evidence-based medications available in regular pharmacies in Ukraine, and it's all over the counter as well. The last thing I'd like to talk briefly about is the issue of tuberculosis. TB is a major public health problem with a, and a priority communicable disease in Ukraine with an incidence rate of 73 per 100,000 population. The current position on managing the risk of TB in the Irish population, including people recently arrived from Ukraine, focuses on early identification and prompt treatment. All doctors, including GPs, should have a high index of suspicion and awareness with regards to TB. Possible suspect symptoms would include a chronic cough, generally lasting over three weeks, fever, weight loss, and hemoptysis. However, many patients may also present with more subtle symptoms such as unexplained weight loss or night sweats. Please consider referring for a chest x-ray if somebody has a cough for greater than three weeks. Inpatient referrals may be, may be indicated for those with a high suspicion of active TB who are unable to isolate or who are living with children under the age of five. Currently, there's no recommendation to test or screen for TB infection in all people fleeing Ukraine, but it is recommended to have a high-risk approach. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. I wanted to express my sincere gratitude to everyone who has been involved in looking after Ukrainians over the course of the last two months. Thank you so, so much for your support, for your kindness, and for helping Ukraine in this hour of need. You can find GP Works wherever you get your podcasts, so please subscribe and let others know about it. You can follow the college on Twitter at ICGP News and stay up to date with its work on the website icgp.ie. Thank you for listening.